Chapter 30, Transform He floats for a long time, weightless and suspended, like time doesn't exist anymore. Maybe it doesn't and never did. He loses track of himself in the interim, like pieces of himself are flaking off and disintegrating to nothing, dust wafting around him in the endless, suffocating void that presses in on him, uncomfortable and nothing all at once. Serious wonders if this is what it feels like to die, to truly disappear and cease whatever existence he'd once clung to with clawing fingers. He muses if this is what it's like to transform into a black hole, celestial magnificence hanging around him but evaporating as he sucks it all in and devours it whole until there's nothing else left, just emptiness for eternity. He ponders it until his mind begins to seep away. He can remember things at first, small tidbits and facts. The flash of unruly black hair, green eyes framed by copper waves, more green behind glasses and a shining, beaming, always bright face. Voices around him like warm comfort, an enveloping blanket of home and happiness, of that acceptance he'd always sought and finally found through strife and struggle, so very worth it in the end. He recalls brown, an endless sea of melted chocolate swirled with rich caramel, fingers of heat and electricity, keeping him grounded even as they'd shocked and sparked over his skin. Sirius remembers the anguish in the color as it had faded from sight with the turning of a back, and then everything is gone, slipping away like water through a small crack that can't be found and plugged. He's nothing now, but that's okay, because if he can't remember anything, then nothing matters. Not who he had once been or where he'd come from, not even what had led him here to this vacuum of eternal absence. He forgets his name, forgets he was someone at all. He forgets that he's a, he, and not only an, it, grey ash in darkness, fluttering pieces turned to light and drowned away, damped until gone as well. Nothing is peaceful. Serious. He lurches upright, gasping in a deep breath of air that goes on forever before he's falling back to the hardness beneath him. His chest heaves, body quaking, but he doesn't get to rest, arms wrapping around him and hauling him up again, pressing him firmly to something just as solid but still giving and warm, sucking him inside in a different way than that terrible, crushing, eviscerating blackness. Sirius tries to scrabble and claw for purchase at Remus's back as the other man holds him tight, but his hands won't work, everything numb and somehow on fire at the same time. He thinks he might be panicking but Sirius can't tell for sure, everything aching as he continues to gasp in a cruel, terrible way that stings his lungs, and he knows without being told that this time was different from all the rest. You wouldn't wake up, says Remus in a choked voice, desperate and pleading and relieved and scared, so many emotions within it that Sirius can't pin them all down, his head spinning and throbbing, forcing his eyes closed, bursting white spots of agony behind his lids. I've been shouting at you for over a half hour now, but you wouldn't come back to me. Fuck, Sirius, you wouldn't come back. Sirius draws in another breath, but it catches halfway in his throat, forcing out a horrible sounding squeak of sound, like a dying animal still fighting for life. He shudders with it, Remus's hold on him strengthening as though he's trying to keep him from disappearing. You left, whispers Sirius raggedly, his voice a wisp of a thing, barely existent or his at all. You left me. You left me and James is going to let me die. Remus doesn't say anything, falling backwards against the side of the sofa, something in him giving out. 
He pulls Sirius with him, still cradled against his chest, refusing to let him go.